Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm Eliana Palomino, a proud Greek American, former Miss Teen America, corporate sales leader turned entrepreneur, mother, and wife. And I believe that we are made for more. But without the right tools, mindset, or support system to help us grow, that potential never gets unleashed. And that, my friends, is a life unlived. This show is all about expanding your mindset, unlocking your potential, and learning from the best on how to elevate your life, business, and relationships. Set your intentions, and like we say in Greek, Bame, let's go. So if you're anything like me, you dread having difficult conversations. Like, it's just not your thing. If you don't have to deal with them, you prefer not to. It gives you anxiety. It overwhelms you. It's all of the things, right? And um, unfortunately, we have to show up for those conversations. They're going to happen whether we like them or not. It's, it can be painful to sit through. However, everything you want is on the other side of a hard conversation. And that alone literally shifted my entire perspective on who I need to be in those conversations in order to get what I want on the other side. And not just the outcome of the conversation, but literally moving past this barrier that I've created on why I don't want to show up for these conversations. And if you think back to your childhood, I bet you you're going to recognize the way you show up in conflict today is a direct reflection to how it was expressed in your home and what it is that you saw of your mother, of your father, of whoever those caregivers were and how they were exemplifying conflict, right? Was it cordial? Was it respectful? Was it loud? Was it violent? All of the things that took place in that time frame are a direct reflection of how you show up today. So clearly I wanted to just run away from any form of confrontation and that was not okay. And I realized that's not an empowered self. That is a wounded self. And there's there was so much there for me to unpack, right? And once I started to do that work, I recognized that having these conversations is actually so empowering and it's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity for intimacy, for mutual love and respect to take place instead of fearing and and feeling like it's all confrontational and it's bad and it's mouthy and it's stuck in the details. No, we need to reframe the way we view confrontation because confrontation is actually a beautiful thing. You're setting yourself up for success to identify what was the unmet need, where did things not go right and feel wrong, what boundary was crossed that you did not like and want to address, and it gives opportunity for another person to recognize, okay, if I love you, I need to understand what you're saying and we get to move forward together. So I have now 
created a five-step framework to have these hard conversations because at this point I've had to have many of them and they've gotten easier and easier each time that I embody this mindset of it's an opportunity and embodying the confidence that comes along with showing up in these conversations with all of your points, with all of the heart that you want to enter that conversation with and recognize that it's not about, you know, um, demeaning, degrading, um, dismantling someone. It is all about infusing the love, the understanding, and the common ground. And so I pray that this framework allows you to move through those conversations with more faith than fear. And you're able to show yourself what you're made of. And you're able to kind of break through that barrier that's holding you back because there's so much confidence waiting on the other side when you're able to fully express yourself in a way that isn't harsh, in a way that isn't demeaning again, but it's there for you to express your soul's needs and the way that's going to help you operate best. So I've had so many different forms of hard conversations, um, people from the past re-entering your life, um, friendships that no longer are aligned, you know, relationship, right, inner dynamic. So whether it's like boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, husband, wife, needing to have those conversations um, family members, right? There's a lot there, I know. Um, and so before you begin entering any conversation, you have to do some reflection work. And what this is going to do is going to set you up for success and helping you determine, you know, each of those five steps that we're going to get into, how you want to show up. So in your mind, you have to visualize how you want the conversation to go, number one, okay? Don't show up to it blind. That's not gonna serve you any good. Visualize how you want this conversation to go and who you are having this conversation with and what state of mind they're in, what's happening in their life. Maybe there's certain stressors happening. So just be aware of all that, right? That that's happening in their background. So when you're entering conversation with them, you're not blind to, you know, those things um, that, that their energies is bringing into that conversation with you. Um, so you want to visualize it. How do you want it to go? How do you want it to feel? How do you want it to feel? And what is the outcome that you want? Like what at the very core do you want to accomplish in this conversation? What is the solution? And I've said it in other episodes before with guests where we talk about if you keep the solution in the forefront, right? The outcome is your solution. You keep that in the forefront, you're going to work your way backwards to get there. So start in your mind with the visualization and the outcome of what you want. What do you want to accomplish? I I want to, you know, feel understood. I want them to agree to this. Or I just simply want to show up and say my piece and that's it, right? What do you want to accomplish? And what are the boundaries that you're going to put in place so that you create a safe space 
for the conversation to exist and not let it go out of bounds, right? So you're gonna create a container of what are the things that you are going to talk about and what are the things you're not going to talk about because let's face it, it can be very easy when you're gonna start to address things for someone to then kind of go haywire and deter the conversation, which is not the point, right? The details don't matter. It, you know, details detour. So we wanna maintain a safe container of what it is you're going to talk about that continues moving the conversation forward, right? Without detouring. Uh, super important. And when that begins to happen, you then have to recognize, wait a second, that's out of my bounds. That's not the direction I wanted to go in. And you bring it back to the points of what you're addressing. So um, that's huge, okay? Especially for those that like to do that, okay? In response, huge. Um, and then you are able to successfully begin. So the five steps, okay, in having a difficult conversation, you first want to align, address, ask, agree, and amen. And I'll get to that in a few minutes. So the first one, number one, align. When you begin the conversation with somebody, okay, um, I've also heard from other other outlets that you want to ask permission, like, hey, is this a good time or schedule a meeting? I would like to sit down with you at this time. So that way you're not catching somebody off guard. So that's a side note. You know, I recommend doing that. It just gives somebody the, the proper time to give you into the conversation so they're not distracted. It can be fully present. But when I say align, what I'm referring to is when you begin Okay. Obviously, they know you're already going to, you know, speak of something that is on your heart. Okay. Um, but you want to align the outcome that you want and address it with them. And if there's an outcome that they too want, address that and both agree to keep those outcomes in mind. So as you're moving through the conversation, you're recognizing the end point that you're trying to get to. So if, if this is the GPS, I, I put in the GPS my address of where I want to go, okay, um, I, I know the path of how we're going to get there now. But if I'm going blind, I don't know which road to take. I don't know the stop signs that are going to be on the way. There could be traffic on this route, an accident on that route. So when you enter in, in your GPS, where you're going, you have an aligned outcome, you know that's where you're headed in the same direction. Number one, first and foremost, if you're not aligned to going in the same direction, when you begin the conversation, you can forget about the rest and it will be a waste of your time. So for that not to occur and to make use of your time and it be efficient, begin by aligning the outcome that you want, okay? You know, I want us to be closer. I you know, I want to be understood. I would like, you know, closeness, whatever, you know, that outcome is that you desire. Second, begin addressing your needs. Begin addressing the areas of, you know, where resistance occurred, misalignment occurred, you know, but because you took the time to align in step one, your heart is already open to receive, 
right? And their heart is open to receive. So when you go into talking about the resistance and the misalignment and what took place or what boundary was crossed, their heart is open to receive and be receptive to what you're saying versus closed off, right? And when they're closed off, you already know from, if you're a listener here in previous conversations we've had, that when you're closed off, you're being met with the ego. And the ego's one job is self-preservation. It's not understanding. It's not compassion. It's not anything other than blockade. So step one, opening up the hearts. And when you get to step two, that heart is open and they're able to receive. And you're going to be sharing this information with them with also an open heart, not with daggers, okay, and attacks, but with genuine compassion, having already done your inner work to recognize what was the unmet need, what boundary was crossed, how that is misaligned with the outcome that you desire, and recognizing also what it is that you want to ask of them. You guys, I am so grateful for how our community has been growing here that I decided to put together a weekly Elevate Your Life newsletter. This means every Tuesday, just like the podcast, you're going to receive an email in your inbox that is going to light you up, fuel your soul, and give you something yummy to digest alongside your coffee. This will include podcast updates, weekly reflections that are going to help guide you in your day or for your week and of course, favorite finds that are making my life easier and more convenient. Let's face it, life as a mom is crazy, okay? Not to mention all the other duties we have on top. So if there's things that I've found that are making my life easier, I'm 100% gonna be sharing them with you. So if that's you and you wanna stay in the loop on all things podcast, things we have going on here, favorite finds and juicy reflections, go to the show notes below to sign up to receive the first one this week. Love you all. So once you address your need, you're then going to go into an ask. You ask them not to do this thing again. You ask them, you know, to do more of this other thing or whatever your ask is. Okay. And what you would like to do moving forward. That is your ask. You then come to a mutual agreement. Okay, so you have your ask, and then there's an agreement that takes place. We agree that this is how we're going to do business moving forward. We agree that we will no longer uh, show up this way for each other, right? Whatever agreements take place, you have that mutual agreement. Um, And then you're able to come forward with room for closure, closing thoughts. And any leftover things that are hiding behind the corners as residue, this is the time to bring them up, okay? When your heart is open, you feel understood, um, this is the time to not leave anything behind because it will harness later resentment. So if you held back at any point in the conversation, before you close it out, pull out any weeds that are stuck in there, okay? And the last part to concluding our hard conversations, um, and maybe I should change the name of hard conversations because they're not hard once you learn to have them through your heart. So maybe we should call these heart conversations instead of hard conversations because those simple mind shifts, I'll tell you, they mean 
everything. They literally have a different feeling when you say it than how, how your body reacts to that word. Um, quick little story. I, I leveraged this when I was preparing for a natural unmedicated labor and I used hypnobirthing techniques, which essentially, instead of saying this contraction, I used the word surge or wave. Instead of saying this was so painful, wow, that was really intense. And so you you literally start to rewire your brain on how something feels in your body by the words that you associate it with. So these are ways to have a heart conversation. Okay, ladies. Um, and that is what we want. We want them to feel easier and that they're moving us forward in the direction that we want. Like I said, to create more intimacy, to create more love, to create growth, to create, you know, that place of, of, of true bond and connection. And that's really what these conversations are meant for, right? If we do them, the right way. So last but not least, when you close out these heart conversations, you want to reestablish the relationship and close with a prayer. And I added that in because it is not you against the other person. It is together against the problem that occurred. So together, you're going to pray over your friendship, over your relationship, over whatever, you know, dynamic you have, right? That it's appropriate to do that with, you know, no matter coworker, but um, you catch my drift that it's just a beautiful ending and that you both feel ignited. You both feel seen. You both feel loved. You feel the, the reinvigoration of that relationship that has been restored. And whatever unmet need you had has now been talked about, addressed, agreed upon. You've brought God into your, into your heart conversation. And you can move forward with so much love and so much grace and gratitude for it all. And I guarantee you, you're going to be not just showing that person how it is to have these heart conversations. You yourself are going to change the way that they show up in their life for the difficult conversations they need to have with other people and vice versa. This is the domino effect of what it is to live through our hearts and to show up in a way that that allows our integrity, our authenticity to shine and to lead the way. Do not be afraid no more to have these heart conversations. They are literally waiting for you to have them so that you can show up fully expressed and not afraid. I'm sending you so much love today. I hope this was helpful. Please send it with a girlfriend you know needs help having these difficult conversations like I once did. And I cannot wait to hear how it is that you're having these conversations, what took place. They may not go perfect, but the intention is to show up with your heart. And when you do things with your heart, that is perfect in itself. So you guys have an amazing day and I can't wait to talk to you here again next week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Elevate Your Life podcast. I hope it gave you exactly what you were looking for. This show brings me so much joy and I'm so happy to have this space for these amazing conversations and guests. 
To support the show, please rate and review and share it with your loved ones. If you want to be reminded of new episodes, click the subscribe button on your preferred podcast or video player. You can sign up for my newsletter in the show notes below to receive my favorites and updates. Till next week, you guys find us on Instagram and tag us wherever you are listening at Elevate with Eliana. Sending you so much love and remember, you got this.